Welcome to GHL Podcast number four. I'm your host, Brian Holland, and with me are my brother, the owner of the Boston Bears, Chris Holland. How are you? And the owner of the Cincinnati Sword, Justin Sadowski. Yo. How are you guys doing? Pretty good. Excellent. Excellent. Glad to be here. Glad to have you here. Now, this is uh, the first the first episode in the new podcast studio. Unfortunately, nobody Ooh. can join me in studio today. Yeah, so nobody's have, in studio today. Uh, Spent all that money for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, the soundproofing was a bitch. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know why I got like five microphones. It's only three of us, and I'm the only one here. Oh. Mm. Wow, wow. Wow, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Add right. sad laser sound. <clears throat> Well, when you, Speaking of, <laughs> what, what was that, Chris? I'll say when you add uh, my travel expenses into my salary, I'll, I'll make the flight from uh, New Hampshire down to to Philly to be there in studio for you to do the podcast. Shit! When you pay my gas money to drive from Ewing or Trenton to Ewing, <laughs> there you go. Well, I do. I, I do want to. Take I'm holding this. out for more money. Starting now, it was a nice <laughs> podcast. Thank you. I do want to take this time to mention uh, we did do a podcast where Chris was in studio. <laughs> Uh, that didn't turn out so well. Uh, I think it was about two thirty in the morning when we recorded that, and due to technical difficulties, uh, we were unable to post that episode. Yeah, it was actually a phenomenal episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, make sure. I'm and, very disappointed it wasn't posted. But la- ladies and gentlemen, if, if I only have one thing to say is uh, hold on to your picks. <laughs> <laughs> That was pretty much our rambling for 45 minutes. <laughs> yeah. That's the last you're going to hear of that tonight. Uh, yeah, that will never be brought up again. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> we have a few things that uh, we really want to talk about. First, some updates to the GHL, the new theme song by Owen. Uh, unfortunately, we had it for a couple of weeks now. We just never did a podcast, so we never got to put it at the beginning. And Glenn beat us to the punch with uh, you know using it with the DVR, but... Uh, Owen, thank you very much for the podcast theme. Uh, yeah, it's awesome, dude. A lot yeah, of lasers. Yeah. Super cool. <laughs> a lot of lasers. Uh, we weren't sure what part of the song to use, but you know, we just kicked it right in there with the beginning. And yeah, and it's nice that people in the league want to jump in and and contribute wherever they can. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, Owen, you know, thank you for that. And then you know, the the DVR update in time for the finals. Uh, yeah, which been, is awesome. awesome. It is. Yeah, it is an awesome thing. Yeah, like as a programmer, like I understand how much work this is and how long this took. Not to, not talking about the whole league, which is monumental, yeah. but it, this DVR itself was a big undertaking. And hats off to Glenn for for doing all this. It's phenomenal. It's fun to watch. Absolutely. I mean, I was just happy when we were able to watch uh, scoring updates on the Game Central. Now, mm-hmm. now you have this yeah, where you can actually yeah. physically watch a game. And right. A, right. It is amazing to see. Uh, to see it happen, you know, it's a it's a great thing. So thank you, Glenn, and uh, for everybody else's input too to to improve uh, what Glenn does too. And and the league has just gotten so much better over the over the course of our what seven years or whatever it is. I can't uh, believe it's been this long. Yeah, yeah, it is getting better and better. <laughs> it's getting tougher and tougher too. I kind of like this. It, it really is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I kind of miss the old days. Yep. When it was easy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, like, you know, going back to the playoffs, too, uh, try to revisit some of our predictions. <clears throat> I had I had uh, the other conference. I had Quebec and Hartford there in the finals. 
That's uh, good. In the conference finals. I had that pretty good. Unfortunately for uh, my conference, not even close. I ended up having Cleveland and Colorado in the finals, and that was a huge mistake. <laughs> well, not as bad as mine. At least, uh, you know, I had Cleveland and Suffolk in the finals, and obviously that uh, didn't make it past the first round. Thank you, Brian and Chris. But, um, but otherwise, well, no, no, yeah, no, no. I, Th- thank you, Justin and Glenn. True, true, yeah. true. Yeah. Um, I, and I, but I did have Alaska, uh, and in, in the conference finals, and, and I had uh, Quebec actually in there. So not not too bad. Obviously, didn't do well at all with the other two, but I'll take two. Yeah, Chris, we, me and you had the same picks. Oh. <laughs> the exact same. Picks. Awful, awful. But I don't understand how. I beat you, Brian. I will continue to say it. Yeah, that that was. I mean, things happen, yeah. but that I mean, yeah, that was the biggest surprise of the playoffs. Yeah, and I, I, can t- and, I continue and to use exploits. I had yeah like five yeah. injuries. My number one defenseman, my number one <laughs> or number two uh, center. You don't. You, you don't need you to know, tell me. Yeah. When it, it went to game, when it went to uh, game seven, I, I thought you know Cleveland was going to win that, but um yeah you know he had the momentum he had all those injuries and, and yeah you know he has, you know, he has more depth he's one more, yeah. you know yeah the only other surprise for me really uh and not that it's a huge surprise that philly beat suffolk was the fact that he swept suffolk yeah that yeah, was that, that was a little bit of a surprise to me I, you know i that was a toss-up for me in series but the fact that you know uh glenn uh, and the pharaohs swept them like that 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 was that was the only other kind of noteworthy surprise everything else yeah, has yeah. been pretty good otherwise i mean alaska going <clears throat> to the finals is not a, a totally a huge surprise like it was last year with uh, pittsburgh and adirondack made it um right. i think a lot of people had alaska in at least making the conference final so you know we had them there pretty much and and the fact that um i mean he he did knock off hamilton which was a surprise actually yeah, it was. Um, it was. yeah, but it, that, it was that was another surprise, I should say. From two yeah, pretty but, good teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but you yeah. know, once you get that far, you know, anything can happen. So absolutely. Um, but yeah, it, it's been uh, it's been entertaining to watch. Yeah, it's been fun. And then two overtime games to start the final, so you can't oh, beat that yeah. either. So. Can't beat that. <laughs> yeah, it's been high scoring. Nine. Yeah, nine yeah. In each game. It's been it's been fun. Yeah, and for my end too, you know, really rooting, you know, no offense to Alaska, really rooting for uh for Jed to pull this one off. Give us uh you know, another another owner that I helped bring in. That's not Sal. Just, Justin brought me in. Well, yeah, that's Sal. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was Justin. I'm blaming Justin on that one. Oh, no, stop that. That was all three no, of us. No. Yeah, that yeah, that was I don't want to hear any of it. Uh, yeah. Uh, you can edit that out. Yeah. No, don't edit it out. I want no, that no, you know it's mean. not me. No, no. <laughs> it was all it was all you, but no, it's nice. You know, if if Jay can pull this one off, then you know the four of us. Have yeah, each, it would be. Well, it, I was gonna say we've each won one, but. Mm. And, mm. Well, some people got lucky. You know, <laughs> that's all that was luck. But anyway, all right. So a big thing going on, on the message board right now, which actually worked out because we were going to talk about this anyways, <laughs> was about UFA retention. Chris, I think you uh. You want to talk about this one a little bit? Yeah, a little bit. Uh, I'm, I'm glad actually it was brought up in the board the past couple of days. I know today there was some good activity on there, and so I'm kind of glad to see that other people are kind of thinking about it too. Because I know last year we had we made up a little a rule there that worked for last year, and it was kind of left that we would revisit it during the season. Of course, the season starts and it kind of gets pushed to the side burner, the back burner, and then it comes back full circle now where. 
okay, we're back in the off season. We kind of ha- really haven't touched on the UFA retention idea. Um, so it's nice to see other teams kind of putting it out there uh, after reading, you know, some of the thoughts from, from other owners. I, I like the idea of giving a team a chance to retain a guy or two, but being that my argument is being that some of these guys in real life, I would never hit UFA. Mm-hmm. Um, and the fact that we, you know, again, we don't have agents. We don't have that capability, which is good for the league as well. I, I think for our league, it's nice to have owners be like, okay, I want to give Sidney Cross. I'm going to offer him 14 million and hopefully I win him. But I think it would also be good for that team that owns him or had his rights to give him a chance to think about and say, okay, do I really want Sidney Crosby at 14 million? How do I go about retaining him? Uh, for me, for a prime example was, and I saw it on the board was Carl Alsner who had a few offers of say, I think it was 8 million. I think was his, his going price last year. I, I'm not saying I would have kept him at 8 million, but it would have made me at least contemplate it. And, you know, based off, I, you know, he was a huge loss for me on my, my defense and losing him was pretty much the difference. I think between being a competitive team versus a marginal, you know, playoff team. So for me, I, I think we're on the right track with franchise points in terms of using them. Personally, I think, what we should do, uh, we'll look, maybe think about doing is let's say, uh, for let's use, let's use Carl Osner's example, uh, being I can just, I know it is that he, you know, he got offered 8 million. And let's say I did want to retain him at 8 million. So I, I you know, I, I got to go and say yes, 8 million. But for franchise points, instead of kind of blindly using them to offer as what we did last year. Uh, during you know the free, the free agency period, maybe you tack on a fifth like a, a limit. So let's make it fifty franchise points that it would cost me if I decide to keep them. So it, it keeps people to save their franchise points in the event that this happens. And maybe you cap it where it's only one person per off season. So if I use it on Call Osner, I couldn't use it on, and I had one hundred and fifty franchise points, I can only use it once. Yeah, but, that, but sit- with that argument, like, uh, all right, so I signed Steve Mason last year for six million fifteen hundred. Yeah, right. I used sixty fantasy points, which equivalented to three million dollars. Mm-hmm. So fifty franchise points would be less than three million. Well, so, I, I mean, we we can yeah, figure it, out what what we want to use. Uh, right, right, right. Points, but I I do like the one time. Okay, you use seventy-five franchise points or hundred franchise points, mm-hmm. and you can re-sign this player. Because or or you get a um, another thing which I thought of uh, the asking price. Everybody has their asking price. It, it's the asking price f- plus fifty percent, like one fifty percent times the asking price. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you can resign resign one per year at a hometown discount. Yeah, which I I think. You know, it just get, I, I like either way, actually. I mean, I think it's good that we have different ideas, too, because it gives, you know, it gives us a little dialogue to figure out how to do it. And to right. me, if you cap it like one year and franchise points are hard to come by, as we all know. So it may you may not sign, say, Carl Alsner this year because you have somebody else the following year that you want to make sure you definitely keep. 
right that you have that those franchise points i mean and it also i i saw too at the very end uh, the last time i checked on the on there was um that something was proposed at the end of last off season and it's kind of we're going to wait maybe to next off season to get it hammered out i, I personally i think we need to come up with it this year uh, to get it kind of set in stone where we can make plans for next. If we don't do it this year, maybe we you know, have it set in stone so we can handle it for next year. I would like to see it for this year uh, just, just to get it there. But I understand if we can't, but um, personally, because I, for, for me personally, it's, I have Corey Schneider, who's a UFA next year. And if anybody paid attention to the NHL this year, he's going to have, you know, a, uh, an Andre Pavlik card next year. So he's going to be right. pretty much worthless, um, for, especially for the money that he's making. He's making, right, right. let's say, 6.3 or whatever he is. Mm-hmm. So, but he's a UFA next year. So if I have no shot realistically of retaining him, there's some decisions to be made for me where do I buy him out this year, knowing that I can't re- really right. retain him realistically next year and, and, and get $6 million on my books? Yeah. Or do I roll the dice and say, okay, he's going to have a crappy card this year? Uh, okay, I'll deal with it, knowing that I have a chance to retain him next year. You know, realistic chance to retain him. Um, so for me, I just like to see us kind of as a league wrap our heads around this, and it's good that other owners are already on, you know, already thinking along those wavelengths too. Where I saw different proposals being thrown around, and, and I, which is great because, well, I think what that leads to constructive, you know, thinking, and that leads to a solution. So. Yeah, yeah. I, I just like I think we need to come up with it now before, especially um, you know, 2019, 2020 when mm-hmm. there's really a lot of free agents that are going to hit the market. Yeah, yeah, so right, right. if we can get it kind of <clears throat> a couple a, a couple years ahead of that, that would be just beneficial to the league. Um, yeah. So I'm hoping that we can kind of keep that that thread going of of thought, and you know, we we can come up with something here before before uh, free agency and, and the off season really kicks off. Definitely. There's been a prevailing theme of, of agents and how do we, you know, simulate that. And, and that's impossible yeah. to do impossible to do in this league. Um, but I think the franchise points have given us an opportunity to, to kind of fool around in, in this realm. Um, I, I I think we're on a good path where we're at. Uh, it's not ideal, but it, it, it's pretty good. I, I would like to give us a shot to say, like, okay, one for one player, one year, mm-hmm. you could do this for for X amount of franchise points or percentage of asking price. Like, I, th- I think that mm-hmm. would be a good idea. And it's limited to one, so you can't, like, you got five guys coming off the books yeah. You can't do this to everybody. You you have one guy that you can pick that you, you want to give this offer to. Yeah, it's almost like you doing know, a franchise tag. Right, right. Yeah. Right. And 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 I'd be open even to doing it if you wanted to do it. I mean, based on, you know, if you want to sign a guy, you know, let's say an eight million deal, eight million dollar deal, you you can maybe sign him for multiple years. I, I'm not I'm that that's okay with me because again, you're forking that money out. Well, I think um, yeah, the I, same I thing. If it, you're going to get yeah. it, that, that's the the contract. I know right now uh, we have one. We have one. Yeah, year that's the crux of the situation. It. We need to find an easier way to give multiple year deals for UFAs. Yeah. Right now, it's like the only way one we can do that is. Well, the only way we can do that is if no. the team that has you them win the bid. Out, you yeah, win the wins bid. the bid right. with money right. only. 
Mm-hmm. Well, that, mm-hmm. this is what it is. If, if you retain the one guy, you get to sign him for multiple years. I agree. That, I agree. Yeah. Yeah, that's how I just want to make sure I, you know, I, I did, you know, just put that out there too. Like, yeah, you get the one guy, you know what I mean? If you want to retain, right, right, for multiple, you know, however long, you know, you know, the con, the the term length equals for the contract, right, mm-hmm. right, right. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you. I think because then because you know, there's this guys that everybody has on their team where if we were running really, you know, a, you know, your franchise that they're not going to hit the open market, and I understand, you know, again without the agents and there's. There's no way you can simulate agents, so um, I think this may give us some, at least, a starting point to to maybe figure out a solution for. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think it's a conversation. I like that. <clears throat> yeah, I think that would be good. Um, you know, like you said, we need to figure that out now for yeah next, it, for next year at the latest. I mean, I don't know yeah. if we can really incorporate that this off season it's because I'm this sure, year, I'm sure awesome teams. I'm sure teams have made deals. I know I've probably made deals to like unload UFAs mm-hmm. and right. you know, if there was a good chance to retain, say, one guy. Uh yeah. And I mean I have four four of my top six defensemen this year are UFAs. So, you know, hell, I would love to have something like this mm-hmm. for this offseason. But um yeah. you know, I'm sure there are other teams that have planned ahead better than I have. That, you know, yeah, but might, I don't know if they would like argue. I don't know. It would also be a good thing too if you if you could retain one of these UFAs and trade that UFA to another team. That would yeah. be incentive for another team to take him on, knowing that they could retain him that year. True. Mm-hmm. That would help the trading. That's true. Team mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that mm-hmm. definitely would help the trading. Very yeah. true. Um, Very. Yeah, because I mean, right now, what you have to have the guy for the entire season to retain. Exactly him. right. The whole right. year. But yeah. if you can retain one for a certain something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know it, right. it would be a good incentive to do that. Yeah, it would yeah, be like the, you're right. The Flyers picking up what Hartnell and Teamman in that off season. Before, yeah, you know, right, they had right. Their, exactly. They had yeah, their rights exactly for like right. ten minutes. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yep. That's a good, very good point. You're right, it, and it would increase that that trade type type of deal. Knowing, okay, who's got UFAs that I kind of would like? Maybe, yeah, yeah. I think that would really help the teams in the the bottom of the barrel too, because they would sign UFAs. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, for the one year, and then they would just, um, you know, they could unload guys at the yeah. deadline, get draft picks, get young guys, you know, for whatever. Sure. Then and or and pick up gives, a UFA, and it still gives them the opportunity to throw out uh, money too, like you know, because I I don't think I would have retained Carl Osner for eight million. I, I like him a lot, oh, yeah. but, but at the same time, you know, it, they you can still throw that money out there where you put that owner that had him, you know, kind of. In that situation, okay, is he worth that money to me? Yeah. Or for my for my salary cap? So, I, I think it's something that yeah, definitely can to consider. And it se- it seems like a lot of people are at least thinking along those lines. So that's it's nice. Chris, thank you for uh, you know the UFA retention segment, if you will. Sure. Sure. Uh, so I, I'm I'm gonna go over here to another idea I had. I don't know how popular this idea is. This idea probably won't happen. Um, but, you know, I've I really been thinking about it, and I think it might be a good idea to delay the expansion. We're going, you know, we're, we're, we're expanding to 31 teams just like the NHL is doing. Uh, but, unfortunately, we just lost an owner. It looks like uh, Scott's buddy isn't going to be taking over the expansion team. That's fine. You know, that's whatever. That's neither here nor there. I mean, we've all had uh, bad experiences bringing in owners. So. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Brian, yes, 
<laughs> you brought <laughs> I did not bring in Sal. That was all you, Coach. That was all you, It wasn't me. Bullshit. Oh, we'll, blame, well, actually, we'll blame Chris. Bullshit. He, he, played with, uh, he played with Sal in high school. If that's, what you want, if that's what you want to call what he did, yeah. yeah he, <laughs> he, I, he was on the team. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he was there. He was in the team picture, so yeah. But anyways, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, delaying expansion, I think, just makes sense. I, I mean, just for the simple fact that we don't have an owner set, and I think it's very important to have an owner set to draft his own team. Absolutely agree. Because, you yeah. know, if you have... If you have owners, like veteran owners, even drafting a team, like we, we, and I, I would include myself because I feel like I would be one of the guys, like I would only be able to pick like one or two. Like there's no grand picture. Mm-hmm. So I, I'd right. just be taking, right. okay, this is the best guy from this team. Yeah. But, you know, maybe, maybe like this team has like a great goalie, but then there are like 15 other great goalies out there and this team has like a good forward that I should take. Right. You know, Can it's I- like, you did bring up a good point too. Uh, to add to that, uh, is is I might think differently of how I would run that franchise than you. Right. Mm-hmm. So maybe I Things think, okay, paid. this team I'm going to build. I'm going to hopefully get young kids, and hopefully that some of them pan out. Mm-hmm. Where you might want veteran guys. Yeah. So you're right. We're going to have a mixed mash of guys. Or to take veteran guys, e- either to try to contend now, or to try yeah. to trade as much as you can, and then get assets for the future. Yeah. Yeah. But for me, like the biggest reason why we should delay the expansion is because, in reality, we're always a year behind the NHL. So I mean, the the only thing that wouldn't sync up would be the schedule. But like, think about it. This year, we're gonna have thirty one GHL teams, based on thirty NHL team cards. Let's say. Right. So we're basically gonna be playing, you know, one team. <coughs> There's gonna be. A whole team 20, of Myers. Uh, exactly, a whole team of mm. AHLers throughout the league. So, I mean, it's going to, A, bring the league down just a little bit because you're going to have to be playing, you know, I, I don't like Tim Tookie and, you know, those John nice. Slaney and <laughs> Don Nachbauer. Bruce Hoffer and, you know, Mitch Lamoureux out there, you know, in the from the AHL are going to be regulars in the lineup where, you know, if you wait a year, uh, you, you know, you, you'll have the 31 NHL cards. There's going to be more guys out there to populate our teams. Um, and even, and even guys that like say get traded or get picked up by Vegas are going to have better cards probably than they would on their regular teams. Right. Um, mm-hmm. you know, we were, we were talking about this one before, Chris, but like, hypothetically, let's say Matt Reed got picked up by Vegas. Vegas, yep. he's probably going to be a second liner. Is he going to produce? Be. He could be. Is he going to produce? Probably not, because it's Matt Reed. Probably but, not. But, <laughs> but, 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 but he could. Right. He, but he, he has yeah, more he's going to put up yeah. second line numbers He'll as put, opposed to fourth line or third line numbers with the Flyers. Yeah. Exactly. So and that's like, a and major like change in how these cards yeah. are, are, are dealt out. And there's definitely mm-hmm. more special teams yeah. opportunities and stuff like that. So you're going to have that guy be better. So when the expansion team does pick, He's going to be picking from a better pool of players. Right. Now, the, yeah. the, and again, right. Like, just, just like we talked about with the UFA, the only thing that stinks, and I do know for like, I sort of planned around expansion, is like mm. teams have probably made moves already. Already yeah. expansion. That's the only downside to that. Yeah, yeah. that is. Yeah. To do it. Like, have... I, I basically have my seven forwards, my three, my three D and my goalie. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. I know who's in there. So like, you know, I mean, I'm fine with yeah. it if, if they, if, if, you know, again, I'm thinking this up right now. So obviously I'm fine with this. 
And I think that mm-hmm. in the long term of things and like in the grand scheme, it, 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 it has some merit to it. I think it's definitely an idea worth considering, but whether or not it happens, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I tend to agree with you, coach. I, I think it's a great idea. Um, based off of it, the schedule alone will work. We can use the past schedule mm-hmm. that will uh, make, but the player cards. Yeah, we're we're gonna have thirty play thirty AHL cards this year that that have to be taken into account. It it's not gonna work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah. As much as I want an expansion team this year, we don't have an owner. Yeah. No. And, no. and and we might be as much as we we could be. Yeah, we might be short another owner. Yeah, we're not at full. We don't know, know where we're at right past, now. Yeah, exactly right. And 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 when you go in as an expansion team, it might it might be better if we can land a, an owner, a, a potential owner that maybe kind of observes You know, uh, you put them with a, a a good team to be mentored by to kind of get a feel for the league. I mean. To, to pick your own team at this point in the league, it's not like when we all picked our our teams to start the league kind of thing. Is you know, it might be good for that owner to have get their feet wet a little bit to understand how things are in the league. And yeah, I mean, you know, it, that, it, it it's it awesome help. to take over control of a team and be like, okay, I get this, I get the mm-hmm. draft, I get UFA. But expansion team is a whole new beast where yeah, yeah. From I can pick it. Yeah, exactly right. Which is a very cool prospect to have. But mm-hmm. if we're doing it now, we don't have an owner for this. Yeah, and we have to find an owner in say a month to do yeah. that. And or, or we, we have five have any, or we have we five we have, to ten guys pick, and right. But I don't think that's going to work out. That's well. the thing. We have the owners pick, so somebody else comes into a league that a, uh, a team has already drafted for them. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Like you have the prospect of of doing this. Yeah. We've had nine months to get an owner for, the, and and we haven't. Yeah, and we've had yeah. a few guys like interested. Uh, you know, I think there was actually a waiting list, wasn't there? Didn't we have like three guys interested in doing? I this? think so. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I don't know if Scott was, Scott's buddy was first, and now we're, we'll go to second line, or I don't know what the deal is. But yeah, we need to, we need to have somebody in there ready to go. With help from, you know, maybe like some counsel. Yeah, we can all mentor. Yeah, we can mentor. But I I don't like – I actually don't like the prospect of the owners picking the team. I want the new owner to come in with the help from us, knowing the league, not the axis, not this. We can have (laughs) – Yeah. You know, everybody can have a say in this. Yeah. But I – I think that that's an awesome thing to have, but I, I'd like to have an owner for this. Mm-hmm. This is the first actual expansion for this league, and I, th- I, I think yeah. it would be fun for everybody, every thirty team, every thirty team in this league to have a say in this with with the new owner. It would be a fun thing to do. I, I don't want us to determine this team and the fate of this team. Yeah something down the line and and for us not having full capacity right now and doing it i think it's a wrong move to have yeah but i mean like without question we have to do it by next year yeah yeah oh yeah so, so i mean i mean whether or not we're at full capacity or not next season yeah it has to, it has to be oh, done yeah, because we'll you're going to have 31 nhl 
team. But then everything, but at least the rosters and everything, the amount of players line up, and Mm -hmm. it gives us a full year. Hopefully, we can get somebody to. Well, people need to step over. Yeah, it seems like the same couple people recruit recruit everyone for the league. Mm -hmm. So, people need to step up and break people in. Very true. All right. On that note, we have one more topic, if there's enough time to talk about the importance of draft picks. <laughs> now, guys, I, I mean, I'm not going to go on a, uh, a tirade here. <laughs> I'm, not doing that. I'm not doing that this time. It's not two in the morning, and I'm not drunk. I've only had two For those that everybody, everybody else that missed it, it was Brian and I doing pretty Here's, much, what, 45 minutes of that, Justin? Yes. Yeah, pretty, pretty much 45 uh, minutes. Yeah. Look, I, I they wanted me... <laughs> they they asked me to listen to the podcast, and I said, it was, "Guys, it was great, but you can't air it. They were like, I, way too intoxicated, way too much rambling." But the entire conversation could be summed up in, eh, "Hold on to your draft picks." <laughs> that's it. That's, that. that's the entire podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's pretty much <laughs> it. <yeah. laughs> but see, like, and, and I would love to have like a, an opposing viewpoint here, but I'm pretty sure the three of us agree. Like, having the draft picks right, is right. very, very important. Yeah, I'd so like to have. I would like a viewpoint on this. It, it would be fun, but I but, agree. You, know, like three <laughs> you the, have to hold on to your draft picks. Exactly. The, the, three, <laughs> the, the, the three, the three of us have been very successful. I mean, we won four out of the. This year will be the seventh championship, I think. Right. Like yeah. we've won four out of the seven. We're usually pretty, you know, we're usually in the playoffs. We're usually contenders. Um, you know, we're, we're usually there and like, we're never like high than low. We're usually pretty consistent. And that's like through building through the draft. Right. And like, mm-hmm. then you got to retain and resign and make smart trades or, or, unless you're, or if you're Chris, you're don't make any trades. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you overvalue retention. your players. <laughs> yes. Look, I don't, I don't make many trades either. Well, not yeah. As much, yeah, you know, more than Chris, but you yeah, know. not in a while. You used to make more trades early on, but you haven't made a lot of trades lately. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's like th- those draft picks, either first round, even fifth round, whatever round, like, but probably top three rounds, let's say, are really, really important. Like four and five, you can hit some home runs. And, you know, if you do, it's if you few do, and far between. But yeah, yeah exactly. you can. It's like a lot you more can. hit or miss. Um, but, you know, like those first three rounds, especially, you can find people. And then those fourth and fifth rounds, you can definitely find steals. But, I mean, I see like all Absolutely. the time, you know, guys are just throwing them around willy-nilly. It's like, Jesus, give me your first-round pick. I love nothing more than a first-round pick. Um, and this this year, like going into this draft, I don't have one. And I'm like upset with myself. And I'm like itching to try to get one. So yeah. if anybody's listening Thanks. to this and wants to trade a first-round pick <laughs> – you know, let me know. Yeah, same here. I got two late round. I move up, you know, just a couple spots, but I'll give you my two later round picks for, for a higher one. What picks do you have? <laughs> <Don't worry. laughs> what picks do you have, Chris? I think I got 20. Uh, yeah, I got got 21 and 25, maybe. Oh, yeah, it's not going to help you. Damn. It's not going to work out. You got a second rounder? I'll, you know, I'll, we'll talk later. <laughs> you know, I got I got Craig Anderson and like uh, maybe even Marshand or Simmons out there. If somebody wants to trade an early first, but again, why would you do that? For, yeah, for that player, I agree. For, for a UFA, like exactly. you can take you can draft that player in your top yeah. ten, 
Yeah, if you, like, if they, you have a top e- 10 even, pick, yeah. Even if they don't pan out, okay, yeah. right now. You're like I dice. took in, let's just look what year that was. 2014, I took Ristolainen in number 10. Mm-hmm. Ristolainen, whatever. And Goudreau, 14. Yeah. Yep. So, steal. top steal 15. Steal at 14. Yeah, definitely. at 14. He's definitely a steal. But yeah, like you yeah. can you can draft a player at that at that position mm-hmm. and then flip him for first yeah. and the player you wanted. Not only that, but but you have a person that's going to put up the offense. Like let's say let's right. use Marshan as an example. You have Johnny Goudreau under contract from his you know his rookie year, right. essentially through RFA. You know, I mean, you keep yes. extending him for let's say which is let's say eight years, years of yeah. yeah let's yeah. say you have eight or nine years with him. Uh, Versus, versus, I think, how long Marshall is for. So, three you know, more so, years. So, you're going to trade your really... first-round pick for yeah. somebody that you have under contract for another three, now, see, four years tops. But, but yeah, here's the thing. Exactly. It, it, I, I, it can make sense and, if you are if you think you, you're, you like, one piece away from winning. True. Absolutely. True. Very true. That Absolutely. makes sense. And, like, and if, if you, you look, like, if you look 10, right now, like, Suffolk has a number one. I think Glenn is number three. Philly. Halifax, yeah, Halifax yeah. always has picks up there. Right. Um, yeah. Hamilton's up there. Like, these guys are good teams so that have those traded, are guys that that have traded those to get those picks. picks. Right. You know, yeah. so but they, like can't they, they trade can those afford. picks away to get the picks to, to win mm. the cup next year. Yeah. Exactly. But teams like Detroit, Syracuse, um, Toronto. Yeah, Toronto, Toronto probably. But these guys don't trade those yeah, picks hold, away. All those picks build, those build picks, up you, their draft. You don't want to bring trade, one. Build, trade any arc. UFAs or you know any, any veteran like that that you have that has yeah. some value. Try to get more picks. Get, like, get you it. Get a RFA third with it. Yes. Yeah. RFA with an I mean, expiring contract. You, yeah. You the get him for six more years. You yeah, can take I mean, the guy for nine years. If he pans out, great. If you don't like him in two years, you can trade him for a first-round yeah. pick and a couple UFAs. True. Exactly. Yeah, you can yep. always trade up. But get that guy you got in the second round two years ago, move it for a first-rounder. Hopefully. And, we've all, and, and like you said, Brian, I mean, we, you just talked about the first two rounds. You can get steals later on in the third, fourth, fifth. I mean, you just it's a roll of the dice a lot of times with those guys, but it, it they do happen, you know? Mm-hmm. The, but without those picks, you don't have a chance to even consider any of those guys. So, yeah, right, right. you know, you, you, just to get any picks, but yeah, high picks, of course. Yeah. You just, you got to hold on to them. Uh, yeah, the to. hard, the hard thing I think with the league is that you don't really see your product. So mm-hmm. you probably yeah. get an itch to make some moves because yeah, you don't have like that attachment. You, yeah. You know what I mean? Like it, it's not, it's not like you, Oh, I see my farm team developing because, mm-hmm. You know, we're, it's a it's a computer, so uh, it's a computer program. But at the same time, you have to kind of know. Okay, I got to rebuild. Mm-hmm. Don't tr- don't trade that top ten pick. Don't don't trade it. Uh, like you said, if anything, you're trading your your older veterans, your UFAs, even some of your other guys. You can okay, he's not going to be that good by the time I'm competitive. Yeah, boot him out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't think you're you're doing a rebuild if you're trading your top ten pick away. No, unless you're unless you're like a Halifax that accumulates. Yeah, you know, Halifax. But he's so not he doing a rebuild. Picks. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But you know what I mean? Unless he has those, yeah. just to throw them yeah. around, you know. Right. Right. So on that topic, guys, I mean, I don't know if you've looked or if you know offhand, like what are some of your, like I don't want to say steals, but like what are some of your favorite picks and. I don't know, mid late rounds, even early rounds. 
Do you guys have any that like really stand out to you? Oh, for me, I, I mean, I, I've had a few. I mean, this past year I had Gensel was a third rounder. <laughs> um, uh, Essel Lindell's a third rounder. Uh, Bet Brett PC, I think that's how you say his last oh, name in Carolina Carolina's defense. He's a fourth rounder. Klingberg was a fourth rounder. Uh, Nate Schmidt with a, was a fifth rounder. Yeah. <laughs> Tatar, Tatar was a fourth rounder. So, I mean, yeah. I'll yeah, take Braden, it. Braden Point was a four, four, or third rounder. Kyle I've been Rouse, after him. I've been fourth after rounder. Who, who was that? Yeah. Who was that last I was one? after Braden Point for a while. Oh, yeah, no, Braden no, Point was, was a third rounder. Kyle yeah. Rowe was a fourth mm-hmm. rounder. Marco Dano was a second rounder. You know, late second rounder. Yeah. Um, I have Nick Cousins here. He was a fourth rounder. Yeah, that's a good one. Late fourth rounder. I mean, yeah, he's not the greatest, but he he's a third. He's, he's, he's a, third, a bottom fourth six. Liner, fourth. Yeah. yeah, he's a he's a he's solid player. Play. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like same thing. Like uh, I don't know if you guys know Hinnestroza. He's like the same thing in like Chicago. Oh yeah, he, yeah. He was, <laughs> he was a, a fifth rounder. He was 146 overall. Yeah. Um. I mean, even, I mean, even if you want to go like early rounds, it's like, um, you know, Shea Theodore. I picked him in the early in the second round. You know, so it's not like you need to get like right in order to get like the a top. top prospect. You gotta be at the right. top of the draft. It's like no. true. No, I picked him up like you know the what uh, number forty one, so eleventh like in the second round. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, Laurent Persuat, who's going to be who should be the the backup goalie with Edmonton coming up. He's he was a third rounder. Joel Edmondson, regular D for St. Louis this year, is a fourth rounder. Um, you know, same thing with you guys. It's just like you go down further and further. Like you can pick those guys, like Paul Byron, who didn't pan out for me, but he actually ended up being really good with Montreal. Yeah, he's last good. year he was a late fifth round pick. Yeah. Um, so I mean, like you know, if you look at some of these guys, like John Merrill, regular, he was a second rounder. Halla. Was a third rounder, Adam Lowry, fourth rounder. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's a lot of those type of guys that are out there, and you know, I'm not saying those guys are, like, you know, they're they're not gonna, you know, be playmakers. They're not gonna like have the 80 or 90 offense usually, but, but they round know, out your team. But, yeah, they could be exactly. third, third liners, fourth liners for a hundred grand or on a hundred grand, eight hundred grand. And that's yeah, they're that's cheap. even right, that's cheap. even before the minor league guys that you buy. Oh yeah. Like, um which you're taking a chance on. But like these guys, the and the beauty part about the draft picks is that okay, you have them for a year or two, they don't pan out, they you know, drop. crap the bed, whatever, you just drop them for free. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. You know, it's exactly just, right. Yeah. You don't get rid of them. Exactly. No. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Especially like the goalies, you just hold on to them and see what you got. And then yeah, you, know, you take a flyer on a guy late in like the fourth, fifth round and see what you have. And if he's not, you just get rid of him. You know, yeah, like Maxine Claremont. <laughs> he's the best goalie of all time. <laughs> uh, awesome. <laughs> awesome. How about Subban? No. Ah. Oh. Uh, but but, well, but but I'm hoping he goes to Vegas. I'm hoping he goes to Vegas. But Chris, who did you get in that late first round that year? Uh, Ronta. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Ronta. Yeah. Ronnie Ronta. He's you know he's gonna have a good card next year. He's back up in New York. Probably will go to Vegas. Yeah. Pro- yeah. More than likely. You know. I mean, right there. That's a good one. Yeah. So take it. You know, if there's only one thing I could say to you, 
<laughs> Thank you. So, I think your, I know what you're saying. Keep your picks. <laughs> hold, hold on to them. All right. And on that note, gentlemen, um, I guess we'll probably pick this up either after after the expansion draft, if that happens, or maybe, well, yeah, after the expansion draft and probably before the regular draft. Nice. I say prior to. Prior yeah. to the expansion? It depends if we can. I guess get it depends the, where it goes. If we can get the locks in prior to expansion draft, it'd be fun to see who's exposed on each team and and True. what the possible team could look like. I think that would be a fun podcast. But here, but here's a question with that: Do we each sort of like do our own draft, or we do do we do it like we did with uh, like the a draft lot last like year? Oh, we could. We, we can bring a couple players from each team and then do it together. Oof. Yeah, maybe we'll have to figure that out. Yeah. 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 Yeah, we'll have to see if uh, we'll have to see if the lists are public or not. Right. Ooh. Probably. I mean, they're. Public. I think we got to make it public. They're public in the NHL, so I think they yeah. should be made public here. I Absolutely. agree. I agree. All right, and on that note, guys, I bid you farewell. Fire, fire brands banana. And adieu, lasers. <laughs> <laughs>